Hey guys, welcome back to the Work Wherever podcast. My name is Sydney. I'm Roy. We've got Roy here, and today we're going to be talking about fake stuff and plagiarism with AI. So stay tuned. We spend so much of our lives inside, either in traffic at work or close eyes. How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives? Hey, welcome into the Work River podcast. We are doing a hotspot episode today, so that's why we got Sydney here. Hi, guys. And that's how you know it's going to be a good episode. So we got four flavors of the podcast for those of you who are new, which we've got a ton of new listeners um, over the last couple months. So welcome. And if this is your first time, thank you. And if if you like the podcast, share it out, guys. Invite more friends. Instagram, Uh, yeah. Instagram's Instagram's going well. It's doing it's doing not bad. It's doing really well. It's not doing mm-hmm. bad. So join the party, share the show, be a friend, and uh, it'll or be good times. Or argue with us. Or argue with us. Whatever. <laughs> You've got a couple of those. They comment, always make me laugh. If you guys want to call me an idiot. I had one guy on Twitter <laughs> You're who got really mad. Okay. He got so mad at he me. He probably watches it, honestly, though. I was like, dude, I'm – it's like, thank you for your feedback. That's all right. I said. It's like, I don't know what I guess. to tell you. Like, Yeah. Sorry that you're upset with me to turn your video camera on. That was like the biggest. That's like gotten the most feedback so far, which was super. So dumb. It was like you're rude if you don't turn your camera on. I bet he's old. He was an egg, so I'll never oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> he was super mad though. Um, he was I like, "Bet he's not a millennial." Little man, that's what he called me. Little man, you don't know about. I'm like, thank you for your feedback. I'm sorry that you have to turn your camera on. You handle it well. I feel like always. I. That's because I delete most of the response. That's fair. Like, I'm going to, you know what? Thank you for your response. <laughs> we stay professional <laughs> on here. Well, we got four flavors of the show. Share the show if you like it, if you get anything out of it, or if you think it's entertaining. If you laugh along with us, share the show. Like and subscribe. Hit us with comments. We will respond. We're real people. Okay. We got four flavors of the podcast. We have the hot spots. That's where Sydney and I uh, talk. We have... Uh, the rant episodes, which We've is me done by a myself. Few of those recently. I have, I have gone off a little yeah. bit. Um, We've had some rant-worthy experiences lately. Apparently. I I have. I did one on Expedia. I did one on Carvana, Carvana. which apparently my Carvana 2.0. So I was supposed. You listen to the podcast, but today's the day where I'm supposed to get it again. We'll see, right? I did one on big data, so I'm doing more of those because I I like them. They're quick hitters. They're me going off on something, and you guys can put your tinfoil hats on me, on with me, and um, that'll be fun. Then we do interview, full interviews, which we have the, what every other podcast is, really. Just somebody comes on, and we interview them and talk about uh, things. And then Homegrown is the fourth flavor, which is my wife and I, who we own the business together, Capital Presence. We started the business. It's been our seven-year anniversary now yeah. of starting the business, so 
That's exciting. That's great. And we talk about life owning a business, but mostly we talk about the benefits of working wherever and how we've been able to implement into like school. We talk about home life, homesteading she, she and She was on a boat yesterday. And homeschooling. What was that? She was on a boat yesterday. My wife? Yeah. She was on a boat? Yeah, it looks like they went to the park maybe. Oh. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so across the street from where I live is yeah. a lake. And she went early in the morning with the kids to go kayaking. That's sweet. And they just went kayaking. And they said they had, like, That's basically, great. like, the whole lake to themselves. Yeah, he had his little binoculars. Yeah. Looking at some birds or something. They're looking at birds and wildlife and doing stuff that kids in school That's great. don't do. Or maybe they do it on the weekend. But I don't know if you've ever been to, like, a public lake on the weekend. But it's packed. I have. There's hikers and, like. Just row boats. Yeah. That's right. You were on the crew team, weren't you? I'm looking into rowboats because uh, like a crew boat, like or I don't a small know, one, a small, like a one, like a single. Yeah, interesting. Because it's so like fun. a, it's apparently it's a really it's a good great workout. workout. Yeah, and I have the lake right there. I mean, it's a lot of balance, like the lake, core balance. Yeah, it looks interesting from my doorstep to the loading dock so is 1.7 miles. Yeah, yeah. So we used to row past that. You would row. That park. We would row past that park. Where we're time. at? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, if we went out and, like, left. Our races were at a different park down yeah. the street on the way to your house still. Interesting. But it's a different it's Okay. a different one. Yeah, I've been, I'm have been. i trying to figure out what all connects, what does and doesn't. We yeah, are. The whole river connects, I believe. It does it? So it's yes. not a lake? So is that, that's <laughs> not a lake? The River. The river, the river, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I knew that. And that runs into the Potomac. From mm-hmm. my understanding of it. Yeah. Which is cool. So we are looking into a boat. Um, but I, I'm like trying to like I'm struggling a little bit as to what kind of boat to get. Whether I want to take one out on the lake. Because that Ooh. they have like horsepower. If you get it, I'm going to borrow it. Like a sculling Come boat. on. Bring, bring, your, bring, your, bring your whole party. We're good. You know? It's just myself. Come on <laughs> over. We'll, t- we'll take the boat. We'll do an episode with a podcast. You can get a boat. double. You can do it with Kaylee. Oh, you're talking about the rowboat. Is that what you're not talking about? No, I was talking like a oh. boat boat. Oh, okay. But yeah, okay, if you want to do it, hey, we'll get a two-seater. You said it was a good workout. It is a good workout. Yeah, you yeah. get it and you do your little thing. Well, I'll get a two-seater. Can I take a two-seater out by myself? Sure. All right. Why would you not? I don't, you're the rowing schmee, Just you. me here, right? Oh, can you take a two-seater yeah. boat by, no. So I need you both ha- people, right? Yeah. Are they would be like unbalanced or something? Yeah. Okay. So then I'll probably get a one-seater. And you can use it. How about that? Mm-hmm. Deal? Are they expensive or something? You're like, yeah, they are expensive. Oh, <laughs> They're very expensive. I, I have done I think zero like a, when research. we so we would have like an eight person boat, so like the really long ones that yeah. have like the coxswain in the front, and those. The were what like sits in the front? The cox. It's a. It's spelled like C O X S W A I N. Coxswain. But that's how you say it. Coxswain. Coxswain. Okay. He's like the, the tiny little person that sits in the front and like steers the boat. He or she is in the front of the boat. Yeah. They don't. They don't row. No. How do they get that gig? How do you become it's the non-rower? It's just the short, like the, the smallest person right. who so just like, wants to be on a boat ride. So like freshman year, <laughs> when I was rowing, it was like boys and girls together. Okay. And so like I would cox in for like the boys' boats. Okay. So I would just be in the front directing, like steering for them. Yeah. But then like I went to row. But usually it's just like a small person. And they have to go through courses and stuff. So like if they're the coxswain, then they're like, the dedicated coxswain usually so they're like the 
So you're like a rower. In order to have been like a rower and a coxswain, you have read all the. You've done all. You've done the whole thing. That's like serious. It sounds yeah, like. Really, but it, there's like more a serious there's than like the guy in the middle like of the boat. It's like a toggle, right? Yeah, but the, the guy in the middle of the boat doesn't know how to do that. I mean, they still have to know how to steer. Like, you just have do to they? think about it, right? So, like, a, a big part of it is saying, like, okay, like, number four, give me, like, a big stroke on the right-hand side. Or, Who tells them that? Like, I would. The coxswain. Yeah. So, you're, like, the captain of the like, boat. Give me, like, harder on, like, the, well, I forget which is port and starboard, but harder on port side, right? Okay. And they would give me, like, one big thing. Or if, like, I'm trying to, like, uh, like, not park the boat if you try yeah. to park the boat on the dock like you have to like steer it and then or give me like little tiny strokes and like kind of slowly turn it this way or huh. like if you can get them to like one side to like row one way and one side to row the other way and then it like turns the boat really fast also wow yeah so i know nothing about this yeah. i have a kayak which i have three kayaks i mean i guess it's still that's still the same you have an oar and if you have another person it well, works the same way one, though well, you can have Rowing double, is, you can have a is uh, two, right? If by if you're by yourself or two person or four person, but it, like in like if you would have an eight person boat or sometimes four person boats, you don't have two. You don't have two. No, you only have one, so it like would go, but it would alternate. Oh, so in competitive rowing for high school, it was just one oar. Well, it depends on the size of the boat. Oh man. So if it's an eight-person boat, uh -huh. then yes, each person has one oar. And they're really big oars. Yeah. And then some four-person boats, they work like that sometimes too, but they also have four-person boats where each person has two. It's like it's called sculling. Sculling. Mm-hmm. And like one-person boats and like doubles would have that two That makes oars. so much sense now because isn't it like uh, – was it Harvard or something like that where there's like the skulls or something like that and they were like the rowing team or something like that? I, I was never, know. like, really now into it, nor do I think... I wasn't very good at it either, but, well, You like, had it to be fun. somewhat good to be the... I mean, it was fun to Whatever, the coxswain. I was not great at it, though. It was a lot of early mornings. We're going to pause. Okay. Is your car here? Maybe. Hello? Okay, so... Not here? They're not here still. Okay. Are I should have put it. I should have put it on speakerphone. So he... All right. So the appointment time that I had is for 3 30 mm -hmm. that they're supposed to be at my house at 3 30. Right. the delivery time is between two and five okay it is now 3 30 and he just called me and said i'm going to pick up your car right now okay in maryland delivery just started he's calling me from maryland from gaithersburg okay okay so it's not he said he'll be here in an hour and a half that's about right so pending no traffic Pending no traffic that he's driving on 495 <laughs> right. in one of the most congested areas yeah, in the country. Yeah, it'll be a while. It, I am willing to bet does not get here before 5 o'clock. Probably not. Inside but, the, I mean, at least it's coming. That's at least good. it's here. So, you guys, uh, I, we can leave this in the podcast because it's totally fine. Cut the part out where I answer the phone like an idiot. <laughs> but we can leave this in. And you guys could see the whole how the sausage is made. And you can, if you want to hear my my total opinion on it, I recorded it, uh, uh, the one of the episodes, and I think we released it, right? Mm, Monday. Yeah, it's up for download, so you can go listen to that like my Carvana ago. experience, where it's not just me ripping Carvana. 
I talk about applications as a whole and how to build a customer experience in an automated world. Right. That's the premise. I just shit on Carvana while I'm doing it. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's super interesting about the robots. So you're going to have to help me pick one out. Um, I don't really remember anything, but I can look at them. I mean, I know nothing about this you know if it was up to me i'd probably just search for robots and then Ooh, buy them like a little jumbo or like no a, what, um so what i mean i know called? like a skiff skid like i was thinking like one of like the workout rowboats you know but like just on water well, that's what it is yeah i don't know yeah i mean i know about boats like i grew up around the water my dad my dad and grandfather were both commodores for a yacht club so i grew up in and around the water on boats I'm well aware of that boat stands for breakout another thousand. Like I understand mm. all these things, right? I just, I just, my boats that I've been around are power boats. Right. I don't know about sailing and I don't know about rowing. So well. it's totally new experience to me, which my brother-in-law just bought a sailboat and you are talking rowboats and I can't talk to either of you about it because I know nothing about it. You know? Me neither. I mean, I really don't. I know what it is, but I don't. I you know a lot more I than I do. I can help you. The Miss Coxon over there. I rode most of the time. Yeah. Well, okay, rode. You weren't the Coxon most of the time, I saw you're saying? Right. Just in the guy's boat, not yeah. on the women's boat. Right. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's get into today. So today we are not talking about rowing, no. believe it or not. But, believe it or but not. The, the, 15 the, minutes in. To the 15 minutes in? <laughs> hey, okay. the point of that is we got a lake across the street I didn't know was there, and my wife has been... They got paddle boarding, all kinds of stuff. So when you're work wherever, you can find cool stuff in your neighborhood uh, to do. And it's all there. Super educational with your kids, too. Let's, maybe we'll do a homegrown episode about that. My wife and I will talk about talk about the lake. So, all right, what do we got today? Okay. Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, plagiarism, really, um, and kind of all aspects of AI. So I have a couple different articles here. The first one I want to start with... Um, AI photography. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sony World Photography Award 2023. The winner ended up refusing his award after he revealed that it was made from AI. Yeah. I've seen a lot of this, actually. Mm -hmm. So there are these companies that will, like, try to get you to pay for plagiarism of images around the Internet that they took pictures of or their clients took pictures of right and they're trying to like get you to pay money for using their images for capital gain which at owning having a blog and we get fed articles oftentimes from other sources and they have images in it and people will hit us with a link and be like our image exists within your bowl and you're like <laughs> this is, i have nothing to do with this we download right. you know this is a feed like, why are you? I got one the other day that was like a Facebook that a Facebook post that one of our clients had posted had an image that somebody else was claiming was theirs, right? Hmm. And you're like, oh god, here we go again, right? Like, which I didn't know social media. Like, there are some countries that have tried to enforce this with like memes and stuff like that. So plagiarism around the internet and images has been a conversation well before AI. But now we're taking it out of digital spaces. Because before it was like, hey, that's my digital property. You're using it on your digital property, Unisphere, 
pay me. And you're like, I'll just delete it. I didn't make any, we weren't using it for capital gain anyways, you know, whatever. This is totally different. This is like a contest for one that is, he, it was supposed to be fun. I, was it a, well, what he it said he went into it as like, just to, to see. open up like the conversation, right? Right, of course. About, he's, he's such a visionary. Right, exactly. Treat a discussion about the future of photography hmm. is what he said. So it's a photography. So he cheated, and then after he got caught, wanted to, try to act like he was so being he some activist. He refused his award, but it's, so it's like an old image, right? You can see it here. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna. Here, I'll can throw we, it up. Can we? Yeah. Put, see if you can uh, download it and put it on this screen so that the YouTube people can see it. Um, I'll and, pop it in there. And so I don't have to peek around the the thing. But I, I'll pop it in. I think it is. Uh, crap that that's what he says that he did there's the big data image um i i don't believe him first of all i i don't believe that you went through the trouble of that ai to act like you were being some activist and go through about this i think that he was actually being a jackass about this and got caught that's what i think made a big stink and somebody pointed it out does it say that he got caught, or does it say that somebody brought it up, or was he like, "Oh, just kidding, that was AI"? How did yeah, this go? Yeah, so he won, and he then he once they picked him, he refused his award after revealing his work was created by AI. Okay, well maybe then he maybe he wasn't being a jackass then. Maybe he maybe this is believable, but either way, it opens up this discussion of what's going on with plagiarism art, and so enter in the creative space that does deal with things like this then you're going to see more and more of this there's going to be see seeing more and more intrusion of ai in your elements you know in your career as a developer this was something that we saw uh, a lot of when dreamweaver first came out so dreamweaver is this application or was this application i honestly don't even know if dreamweaver is still a thing anymore i mean there are so many other better tools out there but when dreamweaver first came out you had to you had to develop websites via notepad is how i learned how to develop a note, uh, website and so you wrote it in and you developed the website and you save it as an html document and then whether or not it worked or not is how you how you built a website and you had to save all the files and you had a http client and upload it and it was like a whole ordeal right then go or not GoDaddy, um dreamweaver came out and it made it super easy to like click and drag and create a website from basically nothing that then rendered your html and i remember developers losing their damn minds and being like oh my gosh this is going to affect development so much and blah 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 and so i think that there is an element here that is going to affect photographers, obviously. But I think in the long run, I do think this is going to help photographers more than anything else. Because when I was originally developing websites, it was, I could do one website basically a year is how, how it went down. I could build one website in every, every six months to a year. Can you blow that up a little bit? Just like scroll with the, yeah. So, yeah, it does give the impression of an older picture. It does. 
There we go. Interesting. So when I was here, make that full screen. Click that guy right there. Or right up here. A hard angle. There you go. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> that is an older looking image though. What's the caption say? Does it say? Um. <laughs> While you're looking that up, I'll finish my thought. So. I used to be able to do like one to two websites a year, depending on how big they were, how complex. Then more advanced readers came out, more advanced script editor web parts came out, more advanced content editor web parts came out. And now we can build websites in like 30 days. We can build templated websites. We can build mass, like people can go in and edit it. And it's like, you can build multiple websites a year. Which we're building with loco no code at Capital Presence. We're how often? How how long does it? You're on the BA side of it now. How long is it taking us to build Power Apps? We just built the one that you built for us. The the Power App that we built for the or you didn't build it, but you were a part of it. The timekeeping app. Yeah. Um. I mean, if that's all she was working on, probably a day. A two, day. Two, a day or two. Goodness gracious. Yeah. And how long did it actually take from delivery? Because she was doing other things. It was like two weeks? Yeah. It was like a sprint? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I sat on with her, and she built that wireframe an hour within yeah. our meeting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then, like, the same day or the day after, she's like, okay, I have it done. Take so to build a tablet app, that's because that's what it is. Maybe a couple days, so two or three days. A tablet, and this is a pretty basic application, but a, to build a tablet application that you can deploy to any tablet device took us three days, two weeks really, because we went through the review and refine process and we went through our whole process. We went through a whole sprint on it and it's in testing right now and it's reviewing and refine. So let's say full development life cycle, it's gonna take two sprints a month to deploy. That's insane mm -hmm. compared to doing things with pre-low-code, no-code. So. This is not all bad. AI generation of images is not all bad. I think it will ultimately make photographers' lives easier. We just have to figure out. It's There's going to be a period of time where photographers are going to be super pissed and creative folks are going to be super pissed about everything that's coming out. But AI can't generate wedding photos, like real-life wedding photos. Right. I've seen like where people have used it to like make their... Um like business, like headshot photos. Like if really? you give them, a, oh yeah, a lot. Um, give them like a couple pictures of you and then they'll make headshots for you. Wow. Oh man, I didn't know that that was a thing. But it's definitely a thing. Well, that's creepy. Maybe <laughs> my position's changing here a little bit. Cause my original position was like, this is going to increase the cost for a real person photographer, which they'll be better than the AI. Um, uh, yeah, obviously they're gonna be better, but I mean, if you want it free and that doesn't look bad, really, I mean, you're gonna get the one-off that looks really weird. Like nose, face right. scrunched in, because like we did that for fingers, ours. Like 10 fingers, exactly, but they're worth a good one. Man. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we need to keep a pulse on this, because yeah, I don't, my, I'm, like, I don't know what to think now. And there was like small things like I was using Canva the other day. I showed you that, and like yeah. it could like highlight my shirt. And I was like, I want it to be a professional shirt, not a tank top. Yeah, and it makes it for you. That was cool. 
I will say that it's not the same as a real photo shoot. Of course. And we do have to be careful with this because there will be a point, and I mentioned this on my last The Big Data, which you just saw the, the big data stuff that was pulled up when we, if you're watching on YouTube. I just That's because I had just done my podcast on big data. There is an element here of how much artificial intelligence and how much automation is stripping away members' freedoms. Mm -hmm. Because there is that element, which I've talked about this before, where there will be positions, there will be jobs that will open up that will be the new blue collar jobs like data input, right? But at what point do people n need a machine or the internet to do these things? Because we do have to think about rural America, blue collar America, who might not have access to the internet, might have not have a computer. And so then they were able to do things like deliver the paper, to do certain of blue collar jobs. Maybe they have a camera, right? But they don't have like true access to high-speed internet to do some of these more corporate jobs. At what point does artificial intelligence impede on their freedoms as human beings? That's going to be the real discussion. Is we, and then did they give the second place person the money? Uh, so I'm reading here about that, it a little bit more. I'd be most pissed about that. It's called, the picture itself is called Pseudomnesia, the electrician. Um, that? This yep. picture right here? That is what it's called. Pseudonesia the electrician? Uh, mm hmm I guess the category that it was entered in is the creative category of the open competition welcomes various experimental approaches to image making from cyanotypes and rayographs to cutting-edge digital processes. As such, following our correspondence with Boris and the warranties he provided, we felt that his entry fulfilled the criteria for this category, and we are supportive of his participation. So the people who awarded him were like, no, you followed the rules. AI-generated imagery is fine. That's what it sounds like. They got caught is what it is. They chose the ai and now they're trying to backpedal and be like nah it's all good this fits the description that's what that sounds like to me i i don't know i can't tell from this article but yeah some snooty art people got caught picking the ai generated <laughs> art and didn't want to backtrack and give it to the second place person so they ultimately paid him sounds like I don't, it i don't think so he because he refused right man if i was in second place i'd be pissed <laughs> i would but you know this is not the first. This is not the last time we hear about it. This plagiarism stuff is real. Which do you have a couple more articles about like school and stuff like that? Um, I do. Yeah, there's been some reports. There's been some which all the memes that I've seen around there, and I think I even like we've talked about this before on another um, episode where the kid submitted an a word paper. And they had posted a ChatGPT response for writing a paper, and they left the header in there that was like, <laughs> I'm a ChatGPT bot. This is it. Um, but plagiarism is real, man. Like, it is uh, – because we had – what did we have? We had Wikipedia. Well, we didn't have – originally, we didn't have Wikipedia. We got Wikipedia the older I got through college. But we had to do, like – you had to learn how to research yeah. with, like, index cards. Oh, that was the worst when you're in like the research paper yeah. writing courses and you would have to like use their like databases and like talk about shit I'll never use. I hated that. That and was like what we learned. There's in like 20 ways how to properly quote something. Yeah. Oh, 
the worst. I Which, hated that. That. And if you didn't do it right, then it would say this is plagiarism, even though it's like not. You just so don't know what you're doing. Stupid. <laughs> it's the worst. You had to like italicize right. in certain areas. Mm -hmm. Use quotes in certain areas. Yep. I will never use that in my entire never. life. Never. And there are people that do. I don't know that there are. But for me, yeah. I, I really don't. I don't know that there are people who are, do that. There right. are machines now that do that. When you were in college, when you went, well, did you really do online college at all? I did. Okay. Did you ever, like, use, like, Turnitin or anything like that? When Blackboard. You were, Blackboard. Yeah. Okay. I know when I was in college, like, we would have to go through a website called Turnitin. Okay. And that it checked could... for plagiarism. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we did not have that. Okay, yeah. So it did, and it would say like where it came from too. Um, okay. Well, that's. I I guess that's just gonna have to be the way that we do it now. We're gonna enter into a hybrid education state. Well, how do they do that though? Right? Because on ChatGPT, like, based like back when we first started talking yeah. about ChatGPT, right? I told it to write me a movie, a Hallmark movie. Uh huh. So if you're saying it, it it's based on how you phrase things too. So every person potentially could have a different result. Could they, though? Maybe. Don't they have limited response? Eh. Well, if people are keep typing in different things and it keeps growing and learning from what people are typing, like it always should be changing, right? Oh, man. So how do you check for this that? Is and the, I think that's where they're yeah. getting at. And is it becoming an issue in college? Um, so educators are exploring AI systems to keep students honest in the age of GPT. I don't so know. So now they're making AI to check against oh, AI. Oh, God. Yeah. That is dangerous because the education system, if that's what they're looking to do, that's what governments are going to look to do. Governments, other countries, how do we look for programs that are trying to develop artificial intelligence that is that threatens, you know, our existence as humans? Well, let's build an AI to check the other AI. Now you got two AIs that are checking each other. And then all it does is take one element of superintelligence, which we've talked about superintelligence on the show, for those AI to then communicate with one another to say, hey, stop checking me. Which did you read, not to totally script, flip scripts on here, but did you read the chatbot who went on Fiverr or TaskRabbit or whatever it was, mm -mm. hired a human to pass the CAPTCHA for them? No. Yeah. That's The creepy. AI figured out how to get around the you're not a robot by hiring a human to get through it. That's scary. Yeah. But so that's how that we're going to. Like, it asks you questions like, oh, click the stoplight in these pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's how it learns. That is so scary. Which you notice the the CAPTCHA has changed. Mm -hmm. It used to be like, click all the pictures of a buffalo, you know, or sidewalk or whatever. And now it's, now the one that I got was pick, pick one where the two icons are upright. Oh. Because you have to ha use some el human element of right. understanding. Otherwise, uh, an AI is smart enough now to recognize what a fox is. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. It's it's going to be – this whole plagiarism stuff is bigger than just humans cheating. Right. So you're getting into fighting AI with AI. With yeah. It's dangerous. I don't know. But, yeah. So I basically turn it in, it sounds like, is creating a tool that will – um, I don't know how else you could do it. Run with it. I think you have to use AI to battle AI right. in this instance. I mean, they were kind of using it in the first place. They were using AI kind of to check yeah. it, but now they're just using it to fight AI itself. Or we just totally scrap it and you say, in order to write, in order to turn in your paper, 
you're gonna have to handwrite it you know in cursive i i don't know i guess even then you could just like ask chat gpt no way to do something to write like a 40 page or however like long these thesis papers are and stuff you know you're totally right you're totally right i forgot how long those papers were 40 pages or however long hundreds of pages i had yeah i had to write a couple 40 pages yeah i don't i don't have the answer for how to get around this i don't i don't even know how to begin the thought process to get around this (laughs) other than combating with ai yeah you're gonna have to combat with ai I just hate the idea of AI policing AI because if you set that if you set that standard of that's the way that we do it, then that's going to ripple effect all other areas, and soon we're going to have AI policing AI everywhere, and then that is that's the downfall of humanity. That's the stripping of your freedoms right there. AI policing AI, super intelligence, we're done. Yeah. I, I hate that. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Plagiarism. What are we going to do? I did hear something um, on the way here that was saying that millennials were the worst like age group to work with, according to jobs. According to who? <laughs> it was like a survey they just did. Yeah, but They who? were like the most difficult to work with. Cause who was taking the survey, though? Um, Younger or up. older? I'll have to look Most it up. Most difficult like, to work with. Yeah, it said that they were, like, not open to criticism. What? They easily got offended and that they were, like, lazy. The mo- <laughs> the millennials? Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, that sounds not open to criticism. Or is 96 to... It was, like, partly millennials and partly, like, Gen Z. I... I don't... I need to see the survey now. I don't know what I don't. Bl- I, I, I mean, I believe you. that it, I think it was an ad. A radio ad? Or maybe a TikTok. It was a TikTok? It might have been a TikTok. If it's a TikTok, it a TikTok it's targeting the Z, you. you know? And if it is, if it's a radio ad, it's targeting the boomers. Who the hell listens to the radio anymore? You know? You got your Spotify or anything else. If I'm listening to the radio, it's a bad day. It's like I don't have my phone with me. I don't have my aux cable. I don't have my Sirius. Okay. okay. So this is this is new. I'm sorry. Gen Z. Gen Z is at the top of bosses firing there we because go. they think they're the most difficult that generation to work with. That makes completely Yeah, that but makes way more sense. But it was partly millennial. I think it started at like 96. Well, yeah, sure. Millennials are probably on the list as well, too, but According to survey, they lack discipline and they like to challenge you. Who? Uh, Gen Z. Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. Gen Z is a bunch of assholes. <laughs> If you guys are listening, Gen Z, you're a bunch of lazy assholes. 75% of managers of business leaders say- Find your superpower, though, Gen Z. Anyone born from 1997 onward. When were you born? 94? 94. Okay, you're yeah. good. I made it. <laughs> Just made it. Yeah. That that's completely true, though. But to Gen Z's defense, y'all were born into the internet. Mm-hmm. And the internet cannot be trusted. When I was growing up, we, the news was the news, and that was truth. There was no, like, who's your source, what news platform said it, 
what's the agenda like pre 24 hour news cycle so it was just the news you were just watching it and they were just telling you the fact super boring oh i saw a tiktok i'll show you this i i started saving things now so i can show you because i know i can't send them to you tiktok it was a joe rogan i forget who he had on but he um he was playing all these news clips like simultaneously from like different oh, yeah. news stations all across the country. Same exact script. same script. It's so weird. Yeah. The news. So if y'all are listening to this and you have not heard of the big six. So Google this right now for me or Bing it. Shout out Microsoft. <laughs> Bing it. Uh, the big six. The big six media companies. And then if you can get that image, throw that image up on the monitor because when I was in college, I, I started out actually as a journalism major. And there's the phone falling. That's how you know it's a good episode. We're doing we're doing big things over here. This computer is in the most like You're good. The uh so when I was a journalism major, there was the big six media companies, which there might be seven now because when I was in college, Amazon didn't exist. I think Amazon has elevated itself into one of the big six but it was originally called the big six media companies and they own everything there are six companies that own essentially every single piece of news media content that you will consume as an individual now social media has changed this a little bit it should be like comcast yep walt disney yep at&t yep Paramount Global. Now, AT&T, you might not remember this, but AT&T was originally Bell Atlantic. And Bell Atlantic became a monopoly and had to get broken up in the 90s. It was a huge deal. It was a, uh, last one of the last monopolies that I can remember of. I think if Microsoft was a monop- I think Microsoft got broken up as a monopoly and I could be wrong about that one, but I know Bell Atlantic got broken up as a monopoly. And that's where AT&T comes from, was okay. part of that Bell Atlantic. So do you, you have an image of, like, the spider web of what they all own? I can pull one up. I was just trying to find the most recent ones, at least. So Comcast, Walt Disney, AT&T, Paramount, mm-hmm. Sony, and Fox. Right. And they own everything. They own everything else. Yeah, so AT&T um, includes, like, DirecTV, Time Warner, which yeah. is like a big one I know as well. HBO, they include New Line Cinemas, DC Comics. They have like everything. And then obviously Disney owns like ABC and all of that stuff. Disney's one well. of the big six, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're number, Disney owns number two. ABC, ESPN. Obviously, they mm-hmm. own all the Disney. Hulu. Hulu, Marvel. Marvel. Uh, Lucas Na- Films, so Star Wars. Lucas Films, mm-hmm. National Geographic. And then they probably own a whole bunch of print media, too, that you probably didn't, weren't aware of, like uh, Times or, you know, uh, a lot of them own major news uh, newspaper outlets like Washington Post. I think when Amazon officially became at this level was when they uh, Amazon bought the Washington Post. So Amazon owns, obviously, Amazon. They own Audible. They own... Washington Post, they own uh, a couple other, a couple other big media outlets. Comcast surprises me as number one though. Well, look what Comcast owns, freaking everything. 
It doesn't really lay them out. It this. doesn't go over Not it? Not in this one, at least. We'll find the spider web image. Paramount makes sense. Showtime, CBS, Pluto. Well, there's like radio station Paramount. outlets. There is Sony. print. There's, it's crazy. But do yeah. you, guys, do your research as to who you're listening to because people will be like, oh, I, I only, you know, watch NBC and sometimes I'll watch CNN. Okay, well, you might be consuming the same big six you know it yeah sure it might you might give the impression that you're watching a totally different network but they're owned by the same people another thing that'll that'll Comcast is like abc or not abc i'm sorry NBC. nbc bravo i mean these are all a little bit different they're all saying different things viacom that's a big one viacom yeah viacom's one of the big six so when you find when you when you start to realize this you'll start to see the trends in advertising You'll be watching, and you'll be like, oh, huh, this TV station is advertising for another TV station, but that's because they're part of the same big six. Mm -hmm. Oh, this TV station is, is advertising for, like, Pepsi and Bud Light and whatever. Oh, that's because they have, they're owned by the same people. They're advertising you their own things. That's where, like, a lot of people don't realize that soap operas, do you know how soap operas got their name? It, from soap products, from cleaning hmm. products. So cleaning products created a TV show to be run targeting stay-at-home moms. And so that. the entirety of the show was not built for entertainment purposes. It was to sell you cleaning products. So the characters would use a certain brand of cleaning products, all of the ads that ran in between the clips were of the specific cleaning product. The title of it might have been associated with the cleaning product. It was the entire purpose of the show was to sell you a product. Hmm. That type of marketing still exists. It's just they're no longer only soap operas. We have, in the streaming age now, we have... This is where it gets super dangerous because, which I just did this a podcast on big data. So, you know, if you guys want to learn more about this, go to the big data. But who you are, and you have, do you have a Gmail account? Yeah. Free Gmail account, right? Multiple. Yeah. When you log into your Gmail account, so like on your computer right there, look in the top right. Do you see a picture of yourself in the top right of your browser? I do. Yeah. Is that a, that's a sign? It's your work computer, right? So it's assigned to your Microsoft account. Every but time if I click it, I can uh, switch it. And so you know why you would want that there? So I get my bookmarks, right? But you know why, why Microsoft and Google want it there? So they can get access to your search history, history and to mm -hmm. see what it is that you're doing. Then when you take that same login and you associate it with your phone, now it's capturing all of your phone search history. Then when you use your Gmail account to sign up for all the streaming platforms that you love, all of your search injury and all of your targeted information gets uploaded into that, that platform. So now, insert name of streaming platform here can direct. Have you ever been watching like? Now, if you don't pay for the ads, that's one thing. But have you ever been watching like Hulu or something like that? Some platform that has ads, and you'll be like, that ad seems oddly specific to me. Not so much on like streaming platforms, but I also don't really pay for the ads. But like, I mean. I get Crohn's disease medication. That's ads. funny. It's not funny, but you know. And I'm like watching weird. it. And but I'm I, like, I mean, I will see all the time. Like I'll, I'll just look up something on my computer, and now it's on my phone. 
Yeah. All the time. Soon we're going to start seeing shows that are specific to our buying habits. Mm-hmm. That's next. Is you're going to get a targeted ad for a show on a streaming platform that you're like, ooh, you might like this show about you're, you're planning a wedding. You might like this show about wedding planning. And then in the wedding planning show, you'll see targeted ads for like things for your wedding or things for, for you. So they drive you based on your searches interests as to what show you should be watching. And then based on your user persona, they're going to sell you things through that interest. That's the next big data streaming platform. That's how we're able to do these free streaming platform downloads. That's why we're able to get free email addresses everywhere. They're going to target an entire user experience to Sydney. And you'll gladly pay for it. $15 a month. I'm telling you, it's coming. How that plays into plagiarism, I have no freaking clue. But I don't even know how I got down that path. It's okay. It's important stuff. It's all coming. And I have one more article. Yep. Um, this time is about plagiarism in the music sense. Oh, man. Uh, well, voice, I guess. Like, we can say voice. There's kind of two aspects to this. There's Stealing people's voices. Voice yeah. um, for, like, phone scams. So it's no longer, like, somebody, you know, in Jamaica calling you, asking you to wire the money. It's somebody or a robot right. calling you and saying that your son's just been in a car accident. So this really stems from, or I guess the long, the longest play that we've had so far has been an email of some prince who died, and he wants to leave all his money to you, and so just give me your bank account information, and I will direct deposit mm-hmm. my prince earnings, right? And so that got some people. I don't know how, but it did. Got people. We grew up with that scheme. Oh, that's so, so stupid. Why? How could you ever fall for that, right? Now the scheme is calling elderly people and trying to get them to uh, AARP. You know, I have told my Medicare. So many times, if it is not in your phone, if it's not in your contacts, and you're not expecting call, do not I don't answer do it. the phone. I don't it. Just block it. Nope. When I was working for if the, if they leave a voicemail, then okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe call them back, but. I don't. Most of the I time don't, not. I, if, you got, if, if it's important, they will leave a voicemail. Don't leave me a voicemail. I don't check my voicemail. Well, Text okay. me. That's fair, too. If it's important, text They'll me. They'll find me. another way to reach you if they really need to right. reach you. Right. Yeah. If it's really a big deal, I don't listen to my voicemails. I don't. And I, I, I just, I don't do it. Right. I'm not going to do it. Text me. If, you, if, if you're my bank and you're trying to get a hold of me and I like missed a payment or something like that, you're going to email me or send me a push notification through the app. You know? Yeah. So... If it's a big deal, you'll you'll find a way. Right? That's how that's how I see. Um, when I worked for the government, though, there was a scheme for um, college. What is it? Uh, loans, mm-hmm. loan forgiveness programs, and then there was ones where the people would call you and pretend to be the IRS. They're like, oh, we still get, the, I still get those. Oh gosh, I hate those. <laughs> I feel like it like has picked up too in the last like few months. Like it was fine for a while, and now I just get scared. It was always a dead giveaway. It was always a dead giveaway. Either the like you pick up the phone and it's hello, and there's nothing. Hello, and then you hear the boop, and you're like, all right, click. You know, it was dead giveaway. Technology hadn't caught up to it, but what this article is talking about. It's scary. It's so, past it. yeah, this lady's saying um, that 
She picked up the phone, the sound of her 15-year-old crying out for her, and was asked to pay $1 million ransom for her daughter's return. In reality, the teen had not been kidnapped at all, was safe, and they used AI to replicate her daughter's voice. That's how did and they there's, get... There's different in instances of this as well. Um, I, I know there's another lady on TikTok. This happened to her. They said, like, her brother died or something was in a car accident. Super, super targeted AI. Scary. That is... I don't know what you do. I guess you hang up and you text your loved one and pray Yay. that they answer you. Call and text your loved one and, and pray that they answer you. Because if it is a ransom, that person will call you back. I'll guarantee you that if it's real right i've i've read a couple of times like having like a ai safe word which is so sad that we even need to like do that now but is that what it says yeah that's a great idea so we have a safe word for our so we because there was a scheme oh my gosh wow that's a fantastic idea so we have a safe word with our kids i'm not gonna leave what it is but because child abductions remember those candy vans they used to warn you about in elementary school yeah that was a thing right yeah. Right? They'd be like, don't get in the white van. Right. They have candy. They're going to try to lure you in candy. That was like a big thing. Puppies, candy. Yeah, that was a big thing in this area sure. of child abductions, right? Well, yeah. It'd be like, hey, my mom or your mom said to pick you up. Come with me. Right? So we have a safe word for that. Hey, if somebody at tells you that we're supposed to pick you up, the safe word is, and all my kids know what it is. Right. That's genius, though, mm -hmm. with the the AI safe word. Like, yep. kids, hey, this is the AI safe word. If I ever call you, you can, and, and I'm asking for money, because that's what we're really talking about here. Yeah, or per, I mean personal information, I guess. Personal information. As well. Which, everybody, like, every, that's what drives me crazy going through like this Carvana experience, every single call, the person is asking me for PII. Just to verify your account, please give me your birthday. Please give me your social security number. And these call no. centers are freaking outsourced to God knows where on the world. And they're just building this profile against me. And I'm like, I'm not gonna give you that information. Okay, well, sir, you know, you can call back Carvana if you want, you know, and I would go and I'd go through the support and I'd end up and they're asking me the same freaking questions. You know, right. and it's super dangerous that we're giving out this stuff like candy, especially for those of us who have clearances. It's like you. Everybody knows my Social Security number at this point. Everybody knows my dog's name. Everybody knows my mom's maiden name. Like it's all out there. All the security questions are out there. You want to Google what uh, elementary school I went to? You could probably find out pretty quickly. Right. It's like these are all of the security questions. And I don't know how you get around these voice scams that are going to be targeting people. Now, the right. young, that that's... Well, it gets into, like, the whole thing of, like, deep fakes. Like, do you remember, like, deep yeah, fakes? Deep fakes. And, like, videos yeah, deep fakes. Like, people, like, it's, it's creepy. It will be... This will be the, the next scheme, though, when we're old and we're falling for this crap. Where it's like, well, it sounded like a real person. And the younger generation is going to be like, you idiots. How can you not tell what a, a, an AI voice sounds like? They always like say this or they use these the letters. And some, there's going to be some tell, 
We don't know what it is, but we're going to look at the same, like we looked at the older generation, like you idiots, you were falling for Prince of Persia, wanted to get, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the younger generations are going to figure this out. And they're because I guess they, ha I mean, they have to, there's going to be a way to figure this out and there's going to be a tell. And, but it's scary. I love the idea of a safe word though. Mm -hmm. Do that. Implement a safe word with your kids. Whether it's AI generated or human, whatever. Yeah. That's great. And then what was the other one? It was something about music. Yeah, the very last one, a fake AI generated Travis Scott album was taken off of YouTube as the fight against AI music continues. So it's hitting everything. It's hitting photography, it's hitting yeah. music, it's hitting the creative industry. Yeah. Videos, deep fakes. This voices. was one that uh And it's not just Travis Scott. I think there was one with Ed Sheeran recently too. Um, there's a few. This is one that is is hard to police because these these fake it was a fake album release is that mm -hmm. what it was that is obviously dangerous to the artist but at the same time you don't want to discourage like every like young kid on tiktok or instagram or youtube or whatever djs who can take like people's voices acapella so like i dj'd in college and i would take acapella acapella tracks lay them other over other beats sample them and create new music for like when i played it in the club right is that plagiarism is it, is it not plagiarism because i added my creative element when does it become plagiarism when the ai takes it and rips it off and pretends to be that person i guess that's the issue here right right is that they pretended to be hey i'm ed sheeran right mm -hmm. yeah because there is that fine line of some other human being creative and creating something and somebody pretending to be somebody that they're not. And that's going to be the the next draw the line of plagiarism. Because all these images and stuff like out there, like the memes of people trying to collect money and say that that's plagiarism, I don't know how you police that. And what's the creative element of that behind that? Am I, I'm adding a joke to that. Am right. I, I'm not pretending to be somebody that i'm not i'm not saying that i'm the photographer who took it i might have used that image in some other capacity for something else like there's going to be some line drawn that we'll see over the next however long it's going to be, be that it's going to figure this all out and but policing it is going to become impossible i don't know how you can police it so it, it, i hope they catch the guy whoever did this to it was off a discord server I think they, uh, they did. So people were trying to pirate it anyways. Yeah. You can't download a real album. <laughs> this is like Napster 4.0 at this point. Like, this is crazy. LimeWire, you know? Yeah. People have been pirating music for since the internet. I, I had LimeWire and BearShare. sound exactly like him. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's in it. I mean, thank God it didn't end up on a platform. Could you imagine if, like, Spotify had picked that up and you're like, Hey, uh, okay, Google, play songs by who was it? Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. Play songs by Travis Scott, and like the Discord thing pops up. Right. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't that. Yeah, Discord. You guys are out there trying to rip music and pirate music. <laughs> Dude, that's been happening forever. Bunch of stuff. When we were when we were little, you pop in the VHS, and the first thing that pops up is the FBI warning: Don't. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Don't make a copy of this VHS and sell it. Yep. Okay, like right. I've never gotten a blank VHS tet before for Christmas or like a blank DVD that had like a sticker on it that said like what the movie was. 
everybody's done that at some point in their lives, you know? It's crazy. But the ripping of music, this I guess this is new element because somebody created a new music, but like I don't know if you use Napster. I used to download music that said it was somebody else. They're trying to pass it off as it's his new album, and they're using his voice, using AI. Yeah. Creating songs like using his voice. It's fake, though. Right. Right. He has to come out and say, no, But people don't know that. On Discord. People who are trying to download pirated music. Oh, they did? Yeah. That's right. Ripping more music, though. Yeah, the internet's going to do internet things. I don't know how you combat that other than your art. Now, if it damages the artist's reputation, then that's a major issue, and we got to figure out a way to combat it. Right. That's that's the issue. Because when we were using, like, LimeWire and Napster and stuff like that, we used to download music all the time and be like, oh, this is the new whatever album. And you download it, and it's, like, obviously not. But it's, like, <laughs> some guy playing, trying to pretend to be, you know, it's, sure. like, some other band. You're like, what the hell is this, you know? Or you get those like DJs who are like yelling about who they are over the track. Did you ever get those? <laughs> no, I like, didn't. DJ, use, I DJ didn't Nunu. Line wire too, too much. You're like what? You're no. like listening. You're like, all right, this is a DJ Nunu here. Let's go to my website. And you're mm-hmm. like, dude, what? Or use like the music audio jungle. Audio jungle. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, that's good stuff. But yeah, this is definitely all stuff to keep an eye on. It's. It's crazy. It's dangerous stuff. AI being used, and how do we combat it? Using protect AI yourself. to combat AI. You know, find yeah, your safe I mean, word. Check yourself. Find where you're getting your information. Protect your freedoms, people. Don't let the bots steal your steal your steal your purpose. Keep fighting the good fight. Anything else we got today? I think so. That was an hour long. An hour. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us one. for an hour, guys. Like and subscribe. Hit us on YouTube. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you see this fancy little monitor next to me. We'll. Uh, We'll try to next this it time. Seems I know like it's in front, but really it's right next to me, so it makes it really hard to like drag things over yeah. and see what's happening. We have to figure out a better but way I'll, to do I'll it. I'll pop some stuff in there so you guys can follow along. Yeah, we'll make a bigger deal out of this monitor over here. When I'm doing my episodes, I like to put stuff up there. Right, it's almost easier for me to just like insert picture. Yeah, well, later. yeah, no, you're right. We'll we'll <laughs> uh, we'll we'll make better use I'll of the studio. Like I'm trying to get more cameras in here, and I've looked up this little thing that where you can change cameras to like jump around right now we do a split screen between city and i and i think it looks cool but i do think that changing the cameras and looking at it would be really cool so but let us know if you guys are watching on youtube let us know hit us in the comments of what you want to see more of if you guys got any questions ask them in the in the comments we'll pull some topics out of there we'll pull some how-to videos on our youtube at capital presence and then while you're there uh if you want to learn more about this ai stuff and how you can combat it and how you can do some zero trust security stuff and put it into your business online365.academy is how you can see all our master classes so you can protect yourself and your business from all this ai crap so yep. and we should hopefully maybe we'll have one about compliance we are we're in talks to get a couple <laughs> well we got well we're releasing at least three more master classes this year let's just ma- let's release the next one business communication yeah. let's release that one okay do it okay I'll and work uh, on it. yeah we'll work on getting that one released we'll release that one this quarter how about that and then uh, we'll have a compliance one out by the end of the year, I'm sure. So thanks for hanging out, guys. Anything else? Okay. Until next time. See you.
Well, guys, thanks so much for watching and or listening. We have had a great time. Hope you did, too. You can find all of the Work Forever podcast episodes here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or all of your major streaming platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday. Make sure to follow us at Capital Presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all Work Wherever related. See you next week.